0: Locked Talk Radio.
1: You're not just listening to a music station. You have happened upon the larger and Lawrence in Sports Show. We're a couple of guys in Chicago. All we want to do is talk about Chicago sports and other things. Our topics include local sports. Uh, we talk a lot of Chicago Bears, but uh, we also talk some other things as well. Hello. Hey.
0: Hey, what's
1: up? Nothing, man. You're looking beautiful.
0: I, I feel beautiful. I feel like a million and a half dollars well, That's what I'm saying. Thanks for listening to us on the
1: podcast on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. iTunes. And then Stitcher, of course, is for both the Android and the iPhone. If you're listening live, you are on Blog Talk Radio. You're on the Larger and Lawrence and Sports Show, episode 87. That was a simple pre-show.
0: Yeah, no, that was fun.
1: Wow! You can call in tonight eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven. The wonderful you Lauren gotcha. tonight. Oh, yeah. Hey, Lauren. Hey
0: there, folks.
1: Come on in. Call on it. All right. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for being here with us. I am going to hand it over though to my partner, the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the Third.
0: Well, thank you, Clark, and I am excited to announce that any moment LeBron James may be showing up here at the studios to oh, yeah. admire the beautiful picture of George Washington, to admire the uh, beautiful intelligent talented Lauren, to uh, look at you without, or either of us, really, without beards, and then yeah. uh, to announce that he is indeed going to Cleveland. Right. Oh, so he's going to stop here in Chicago and see us,
1: and then uh, he's going to end up uh, in Cleveland, huh?
0: Well, he's going to make his announcement here because, I mean, we invited him on the show, and it seems right. like the only reasonable thing to do. So, yeah, I would think uh, he shows up here course, any minute now.
1: Yeah, of course, we've got a great name for it. We're going to call it the LeBron James Happy Time Experience of Making an Announcement. Nothing like The Decision 2010, you know? No. No. This is going to be All a very right. pleasant uh, announcement. He's, uh, yeah, he's moving out happy. Did you hear that, brother? He's moving out?
0: Yeah, that's what you said. You, uh, you told me earlier you saw something on the Internet, which, by the way, is always 100% accurate, that indeed he, he, there was a picture of his house being moved, and, uh, yeah, and, and that he's gone.
1: Yeah, uh, there it is. So uh, apparently he's not signing uh, again in Miami. Is that, what, is that how you're seeing it?
0: I believe in all my heart, in all honesty, I think he ends up in Miami.
1: Yeah, I do, too. Uh, I don't know. Why?
0: why, Oh, go ahead. Why would you leave Cleveland, and then why would you go back? I mean, you've already seen how terrible the uh, city of Cleveland is. What what a miserable place that is in the world. Why would you go back? I mean, you know, if I escaped hell, I wouldn't want to go vacation there the next year.
1: Well, yeah, I've got to agree with you there. Um, I I wouldn't understand it, but did you see what went down today? Cleveland uh, creating a little bit of room. Uh, they, uh, they made a trade with the Celtics, uh, the, uh, the Celtics ended up getting, um, their 2016 top 10, uh, well, it's a top 10 protected first round pick from the Cavaliers, that's, uh, Danny Ainge over there in Boston, he loves picking up those, uh, those protected first round picks, so in 2016, uh. They'll grab that, cleared some cap space, and they're they're thinking, I mean, it looks like they're doing it because of that. So these moving trucks are showing up around the Internet, and apparently they really were outside of LeBron's house. Uh, And the whole city of Cleveland's excited. They want him back.
0: Well, I thought they were happy when he got I thought they burnt his jerseys. They were dancing in the street. Drew Carey was elected mayor, and they put him on the Price is Right for some reason. I mean, it was wild times back then.
1: No, yeah, no doubt about it. Drew Carey, he, he's the only, he's the most famous guy out of Cleveland, isn't
0: he? Uh, let me think about that. Cleveland, David, Allen Co. David Owen Coe, yeah.
1: Oh wow. Um, Wild thing, Rick Vaughn.
0: Okay, all right. There's there another go. famous Cleveland. What are they, Clevelands? Clevelanders.
1: Clevelanders,
0: right? It's gotta be
1: Clevelanders. I don't know. Any uh Clevelanders out there, give us a call. Let us know. Uh Texas on the uh, text line. What's
0: that number again now? It's seven seven three five five nine five one eight nine. And uh yeah, feel free to the line. Let us know what you're concerned about in the world. I mean, maybe it is indeed a world issue and you're happy as hell that Argentina beat uh the Neverlands.
1: Uh ah, shootout. Did you catch that?
0: Of course. I mean, that's, I've been glued to the television to see, uh, well, everybody who thought they knew something about soccer, all of them said it was going to be uh, the Netherlands versus Germany in the finals. Well, look back. Argentina pulls out the big win.
1: Oh, man. I've got to tell you, you sound absolutely beautiful right now, my pal. You're, you're, there must be something going on with your microphone there. But, yeah, I was impressed. I turned it on for the shootout and the shootout only, my friend. And Argentina got it done. They uh they got it done. And what blows me away about a shootout in this in this sport, Al, is that uh the goalie it's a fifty fifty shot. They they just jump one way, and if they jump the wrong way, they they completely miss it.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. It's a guessing game. I mean, uh, what, what skill does this take? I don't know. Uh, I it, it just it's flipping a coin. It's
1: uh it's playing war. Uh, with with cards, it's any other any other game that's left up to chance, my friend. That's just, that's what I'm seeing there. Uh, so well, the final then will be Germany and Argentina.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the the best of uh, the two worlds. I mean, you got uh, you got Latin America versus Europe. I mean, the, the two world powers colliding—it's gonna be quite the excitement.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, when
0: it's happening, what, in a wow. c- couple days, this whole thing's going to be over? <laughs> Into that sort of thing, but yeah, in a couple days, totally. Uh, nobody will be talking about soccer for four more years, which is okay by me. I love it. I think it's exciting. I'm happy everybody gets excited about it. I had my USA socks on. I was ready for us to become the champions of the soccer world, but it never happens because Americans, quite frankly, don't care about it enough, so therefore our best athletes don't play it. So because we don't really care, we'll never really care enough to win it.
1: Right. I'm just happy to get back to sports that I know a little something about. and I mean a little something about. Man, uh, Bears, Al, we're down to just a couple weeks before Bears.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Oh, we're under,
1: We're
0: under a month from the first preseason game.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Till the first preseason game? Uh, They report on the the 24th. The 24th. And I am planning on going the following Wednesday. You should come. uh, You should uh, see if you can come along that day. It's uh, Ladies' Day again.
0: Yeah, why is it every year you go on this little trip? You uh, You go there for Ladies' Day.
1: No, it's an accident. Like this year, uh, what happened, I looked for the first open day that I had. I can't, uh, they don't have a practice on the Tuesday. I'm off on a Tuesday. They have a practice on the Wednesday following uh, it's the first open day that I have that I can go, and it happens to be Ladies' Day. So I might just go see where, where the pedicures are, the manicures. Will they give me a manicure or a pedicure, or is that just for the ladies?
0: I don't think they have manicures or pedicures at any point there.
1: I think they do. I think that's what... Uh, it, might be, it might be a very nineteen like sixties about this. Am I a chauvinist here?
0: I don't know that you're being chauvinistic. I think you're being a little elitist, if anything. I mean, why would... The Chicago Bears are hiring pedic... Pedi, I, I don't even know what those people are called. Um, pedic... Uh, no, that's a totally... And let's hope that they're not allowing those people there. Okay. But uh, manicurists, right? Is that... Uh, yeah nail technicians, whatever the case may be. I don't want to be politically incorrect with them. Uh, they don't just hire a bunch of them there and have little seats for women to get. The ladies are going there to watch football, just like you and I. Allie Bockler would be very upset with you right now, Clark.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Allie Bockler must not have been there next to me when those the ladies were having the conversation uh, about the two kickers out there, and there's Robbie Gold, and there's the other training camp kicker, and they're like, oh, Looks like they're going to have two uh, kickers this year. That's good, because he needs a friend. Yeah, Allie Bockler knows her shit. This thing, this thing attracts people that really aren't, that aren't the fans, the people that are giving ones like Allie a, a hard time.
0: Oh, so that's why you're going. Now I get it. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, no.
1: i to no. watch practice. Do you remember last year I had the first tweet out about, uh, about DJ Williams heading off in the cart? You did. I, you I, were the breaking I, I news story. Yeah, I beat Brad Biggs on that. Man. Oh, uh, brother. Hey, uh, how excellent did you find the uh the midday show or, or is that called the mid morning show? Uh over there on the score the last couple days. You got yourself instead of Mac and Speagues, it was uh yeah. it was Kaz and Speagues for a couple days. You must have just loved that show.
0: What's that brutal? That, that, oh, So Peggy, it was Peggy Kaczynski, right? I mean, that was, that was just, yeah. uh, nothing against her. She's a lovely lady. Uh, she's very, she's very uh, pleasant in the interviewing rooms and, uh, you know, she writes follow- good. Yeah,
1: I enjoy following her on Twitter.
0: I bet you she would be a great tweet, an excellent tweet. But to listen to her, yeah, for four or five hours in the middle of the day when I'm drinking coffee and working, not pleasant. And that is, I, I'm not a big Spiegel guy to begin with, so it just is brutal. But I will take her over listening to Lawrence Holmes in Spiegel any day of the week.
1: Right. Well, you know what I learned? Watching uh, the last time that Mac was out last, uh, was that a year ago yet? Or w- whenever it was, when Holmes was sitting in for him on the regular uh, Lawrence Holmes does all of his shows standing up. Standing up. And today I met with Coach Ted. You, you might know Coach Ted. We did we did a little workout this yeah, morning to sure. and he challenged me to do the show standing up tonight. So I'm standing, partner, in, in honor of that, and that's why I will stand for the rest of this show.
0: Wow, you're like Lee Greenwood. I'm proud of you, man.
1: Yeah, no, I'm gonna sit because uh my legs are sore. I did squats. I haven't done squats since high school.
0: I was taught in radio school. When you do radio, you stand. Really? Yes, and I used to stand uh, quite often when I did my show. So, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I stood.
1: I see the man cow stands. Is your, uh, does your stern, is he a stander?
0: Mm, I think he sits, but, yeah, I think he sits. he sits. He definitely sits. Okay.
1: He's got, like, I a think... nice
0: office chair. That's a way yeah. to do it.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And you it. see
0: why he's number one? The man is number one and he's dominated radio for the last 20 years because he's, uh, he's sitting down in a nice, comfortable sure. chair.
1: And he's exactly. in a cool studio. If there's anything that I've learned from you, it's a cool studio is what you need.
0: Yeah, you've got to keep it cold.
1: No doubt about it. Uh, I, I caught it earlier, uh, they were talking about it on the, uh, the sports talk show with your buddy, uh, David Kaplan, the, uh, the Comcast one, I caught a little bit of it earlier, they were talking Bears, and, uh, the fact that, uh, what's his name, Skip Bayless came out, and said that, uh, Skip Bayless of that, uh, well, he used to be a Tribune reporter here, but, uh, these days right. he's on ESPN, you know, uh, yeah. He, he says that the Bears will most definitely make the playoffs. Wow. And well, I, I mean, last of, oh, go ahead.
0: I don't know why you're getting excited. I've been saying for the last, uh, I don't know, three, four weeks. We this is a legitimate Super Bowl team.
1: Well, that's not what I'm what I'm saying. What i I agree with you, and we've been saying this for a long time. What surprises me is that it's it's getting out there now. A national guy says it. and You know, everybody knows whether they agree with Bayless or not. They'll at least hear that he said it. So there's a new expectation that's out there right now. He said it on his national show. So okay. There's a new expectation out there, whether or not people think he's crazy. But uh, the last couple of days, you saw that Jay Cutler is the favorite for the MVP. Did you catch that?
0: No. He's like sixth in the voting. You're off a little there.
1: Six isn't favorite. Six doesn't put you as a favorite out of all the no. guys in the NFL. Give well, him the better like... shot Bobby Gold.
0: There's like six guys in front of him, is what I'm saying. He's not the favorite. <laughs> I mean, it
1: it down to it. If it was six guys on the team, that'd be a lot of guys, but it's six guys in the entire league. But, yeah, well, I am A couple injuries here or there, a couple Tanya Hardings, and then boom. Jay Cutler's the MVP.
0: Right, oh, and I get why Vegas is doing that. I mean, you take a look at this team and you say, okay, who's got the best receivers in football? It's the Bears. Does their line hold up? Can they protect a the quarterback? Maybe. Average to above average, I still like those odds. We got a tight end, yeah, a blocking tight end, good. We got a running back who possibly is, I don't know, he's 6-10 in the league. Why wouldn't you favor this guy to have a rock star season? And with his head in the game, him wanting it, and this team in its second year in a system that works, absolutely this guy could blow up and he could be something special. And I hope that's what happens.
1: Well, my whole thing is, I, not only do I see them as playoff contenders this year at Archer, I see them as, uh, and I've been saying it for a long time, they are possible Super Bowl contenders. G- improve that Absolutely defense. Absolutely are. In the, which they did. Emory, they, they, they filled the needs. That's what they did in the offseason. And we'll see what happens. Again, injuries, they can happen. Uh, I think we're an injury away at linebacker again from, uh, from things going a little awry. One thing that's got me happy is they say that uh, Bostic is actually uh, he's catching on a little better this year. The, the defense has been modified just enough. is what I'm seeing there. Uh, let's see. So the Bears opened at uh, 28 to one odds uh, at 28 to one odds uh, right after the Super Bowl, and in April, they were 20 to one. Uh, I picked him up at 20 to one uh, while I was out there as well, with MGM and uh that was around that time. Let's see. They, they were still 20 to 1 and now they're down to 18 to 1. Currently, the Seahawks, Broncos, 49ers, Patriots, Packers, Saints, Colts, those are the teams ahead of them. Okay. Then there's the Bears. They're one of the top in, in when it comes to Vegas. A, a lot of people bet the Chicago teams, huh?
0: Well, it's uh, uh why not? This is the year to give it a shot and see what happens. By the way, Josh Morgan, uh, the receiver, he agreed to a deal Tuesday in which a misdemeanor simple assault charge stemming from an April arrest would be dismissed upon completion of community service.
1: So it looks, Mor- like
0: we're gonna, yeah, it looks like we're going to be okay with Josh Morgan.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, we
0: picked him up from the Washington Redskins. I think we're kind of, you know, see where he can fit in special teams, but we're starting to need those special teams guys. So that, that oh, could be big for us.
1: Yeah no, it's good.
0: Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Everything's coming together here in just
1: a couple weeks, Al. We're Jesus two weeks out. I'm excited for it. Wow. Uh, yeah. If you want to give us a call, guys eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven. Tweet me. I got my Twitter on. Where is Clark? At Where is Clark? Uh, tweet the show at Larcher Lawrence.son Or you can always text us on the hey, text. You,
0: I saw this on Bleacher Report. Did you see or, or hear that uh, there's a new person being uh, compared to Phil Jackson in our city?
1: Uh, no, I, I didn't catch that. Uh, who, who would that be?
0: George McDonald, the offensive coordinator of Syracuse, says Trestman is NFL's Phil Jackson.
1: Whoa. Whoa, he's a trendsetter. He's, uh, what, is he into Zen?
0: George McDonald's quote is saying, kind of the Phil Jackson of the NFL in terms of how he sees the game from a different picture other than just football and X and O's. I mean, don't forget, yeah, I mean, you you say the Zen stuff. Remember how Tressman he makes them eat lunch together, and then they all went bowling a couple weeks ago? Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Which, by the way, the bowling alley in the White House. I mean, this is your government at work right now. They're repairing and remodeling it.
1: Oh, thank goodness, that's good.
0: You so they got their priorities a, in order. You got to have a
1: bowling alley in the White House, Al. What, what's, that, that's something. That's a must. You know it is.
0: I well, I think it's a good thing. If I was uh, if I was president of anything, even like a uh, the Rotary Club, I think I would see if I could get a uh, bowling alley put in my house. Yeah.
1: Uh, so the big trade went down, Al, with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, yeah. Traded away yeah. Jeff Smarja uh, on this uh, this past weekend, 4th of July, actually. Uh, Jeff Smarja and uh, Hamill as well picked up some prospects, some more prospects. We've seen this coming. There's a lot of people who think that it's the worst move in the history of the uh, Chicago Cubs, as it appears. I've been involved in a couple conversations there.
0: Oh, those people need to go away. I mean, come on! They're trying to do something here, and they're finally making the moves to start building. I was talking to Thee just the other day, and oh, I said, boy. "Thee, now's the time. Let's get it done." And, and then next thing you know, boom! Things started happening. It's a uh, it's a wonderful world.
1: I like how I um.
0: I know. I I like
1: how you're jumping on board as soon as you see things like might be heading in the like this is the make or break time. So you can say, "Hey, I was on board right after that trade when nobody else was."
0: Clark, you could go back to Larcher and Lawrence in episode one. You'll hear me saying, "I am happy with Theo. I am happy with the decisions being made to move this team forward, to move to a new generation of winning, and drop that tradition of losing." Because I'm not a losing Cubs fan. I'm a winning Cubs fan, Clark. And when that team starts going above 500, I will be driving the bandwagon, baby, right there to Wrigley so I can finally celebrate in that parade as a New World Cubs fan.
1: So, yeah, hey, jump on board, Al. You're, you're welcome to jump on board. woo woo. I, uh, I asked the question on our Facebook page there uh, shortly after the trade. Uh, I What I asked was – uh. How, what do you think? Is the team moving in the right or wrong direction uh, based on the trade? Derek chimed in. He said uh, he thinks this has to be Theo's last move. Ownership lets him make as far as building for the future. He says uh, it's time for these moves he's been making to start paying off. If they don't give above 500 next year, I bet he's gone. What are you babbling uh, about? Yeah, hey, I'm just bringing some things up, my friend. Uh, other, guys are, other guys are backing it, that's for sure. Uh, Glenn says that he thinks it's a great move. Hitting is getting harder to come by, especially young hitting. Trading away a 30-year-old pitcher who wanted a max deal for one of the best young bats in the minor leagues is a net gain. And for those who might say the Cubs don't have pitching, before the trade, the Cubs had around 3.60 team ERA, 12th in the league, without any blockbuster pitching signings. Pitching is out to be uh, brought back. Uh, is about to be bought out on the back end once you've saved up the hitting up front. And that's kind of what I've been saying for a while. Right there, what Glenn did. Uh, they've been saving money, stockpiling some of the best young talent uh, as far as position hitters go. They have a lot of hitters. Heck of a lot of shortstops right now, but that's not a bad thing. They can play a lot of positions. Uh, and then they're going to be able to buy the pitching. It, it seems like the writing's on the wall. And they're moving in the right direction. What do yeah. you saying, there, my friend?
0: No, I'm saying, hey, they're trying. What you, what you're saying, what you're believing in, is is, is a hope, and it, they they definitely have a game plan. They're sticking with it. And I think you're on the right side of this issue, Clark. I think you're right in what you're saying about uh, building forward, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it's a win, so I can start cheering for the Cubs. Well, uh, yeah, they've they the been the Double
1: apparent that somebody has access to the drops tonight, uh, but they're 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 doing it. Al, they're they're making things happen, and things are moving around. Uh, what's really crazy is with that trade, uh, a couple of things has happened. That uh, that Japanese player from the uh, from the uh, Pacific Coast League, Coastal League, I believe is what they call it in Japan. He had played nine years there. Spent last year in the Orioles organization. He's with us now. And Waita got called up last night and pitched brilliantly, brilliantly. Uh, gave up I think a run. Um, when I when I when I caught on to it, they were up five to one when it, when he came out of the game and lo and behold wouldn't you know it, the uh, the bullpen broke down and they uh they lost the game six to five. The the, the big old right, well, went up. The big old welcome to Chicago right there. Yeah. That's a, well, that's a very that's a very Chicago Cub welcome.
0: That is a very Chicago Cubs welcome. I mean, the Cubs are good at being the Cubs, and hopefully, they'll stop being good at being the Cubs and just start being good at being good. That's the hope, right? I'll be honest. You're with me on that.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, I got an article here in front of me from uh, Bleacher Nation, and uh, about this uh, Alcantara. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. He's playing second base, batting second tonight. Uh, He finally got
0: holy cow.
1: Uh, it's his first game back, so we're going to see a lot of that for the rest of the season. And that's kind of what I was waiting for. I was waiting for Wrigley Field to clear out. I can head over there on a Wednesday afternoon, and I can watch these kids play. If I, if I don't get a chance to make it out to Geneva to catch a game at King County, uh, see Schwarber out there and a couple of the other young guys, this is uh, this is an thing. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for where the Cubs are going.
0: I, I do, too, and I hope we do uh, maybe make it out to Iowa once this year.
1: Uh, I'm going to post it uh, to the Larcher. We're, we're going to post it to the Larcher and Lawrence's sports show page. But uh, Barry Rosner, uh, he, he's, he's one of your guys over there on uh, on the score. Uh, he writes for the Daily Herald, too. Uh, the headline of this article that I'm going to put up is, is the Cubs' plan really that hard to understand? Yeah. Uh, and he kind of lays it out there on the line. Al, I, I suggest you catch a look at it. I know that baseball isn't All right. uh, it isn't always your top priority, but he really just lays it out there and says uh, how it is. Uh, he covers a lot of things as far as what exactly is going on up there. Uh, he's, he tells you why the Hamill deal works. He tells you why this margin deal works. And he tells you uh, why things decisions have been made.
0: And you're, you're in. You're sold. You're buying into it, right? That's, you, uh, yeah. you feel good about this.
1: I do. I definitely okay. do. Uh, I I'm a I'm a Ricketts Ricketts Backer. How about that? Speaking of Ricketts backers, uh apparently today I got another article. I'm sorry, man. It's still Cubs related, that's why I'm going with it, brother. But uh today, uh apparently uh the Wrigley renovation um, the Cubs are modifying the sign plan to get the mayor's approval. Mayor Emanuel the other day, as far as the renovations goes, says we need to get moving. Let's go. So uh, the Cubs are going to scale it back a little bit. I wonder if they're going to move uh, maybe that uh, right field scoreboard down and bring it back to the original plans. We'll see. The rooftop owners say that they will uh, that they'll be more about making a deal if they're able to scale that back to what the original plans were. So. Maybe a deal's underway soon, and the renovation can start, and then everyone's going to be happy, right? Everybody.
0: I would hope so. I'd like to be happy,
1: wouldn't you though, Al? Al, speaking of happy, uh, we're about to hit a milestone, and it could happen this week uh, on the old uh, My Fitness Pal. We've talked about it a lot, but uh, you had lost weight before you used the My Fitness Pal quite a bit, but uh, right now you're about to pass me since you have uh, jumped on My Fitness Pal, and congratulations.
0: Well, thank you, and a lot of that is because you have reached your goal weight, which is pretty damn impressive. I mean, that's—you uh, should be cel- uh, celebrating.
1: You know, the, the best answer I I'll give you, it, its its a fluid process. Thanks, Phil. That—that that is exactly correct. With classified information like this,
0: I demand the cone of silence. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's uh it's great. It's going to be it's good that we've uh we've done it. As a matter of fact, I'm debating uh right now, I'm debating for tonight whether I should have a uh a microwaved lean cuisine pizza or leftover chicken. I'm, I I'm not certain what's going to happen, but these are the life uh questions I'm asking right now.
1: All right. Yeah, I I I think you go with the chicken. That's what I'd t- I'd tell you to do, but I'm not I'm not picking your food for tonight.
0: But it's leftover, you know what I mean? That's what I had for dinner last night. Hi, this is Merle Haggard, and you're listening to Big Isle Archers. Stay tuned. Oh,
1: thanks, Merle. I, yeah, thanks for jumping in, Merle. We we do appreciate it.
0: So the big <laughs> news, the big news today, the thing everybody is talking about was the announcement, of course, the signing of uh, uh, Kane and Tate, yeah. back with the Blackhawks, Eight years, good deal. I mean, this is, uh, this is what it's all about. This is exciting stuff. So, yeah, and
1: $10.5 million a year. I know it had been reported earlier that they wanted, what, 12, 12 and a half, uh max deals. So they ended up each getting $10.5 per year. And uh, yeah. that's good, right? You, you want those two guys to be around.
0: Seems like a good compromise. Oh, yeah, absolutely you want them around. That, that's your team right there. This is, uh, this is the legacy uh, I yeah. don't know how many more championships we're going to get. I think we will get more though. And these are the guys who are going to get it done and they're here. They're out with us.
1: Yeah, I I agree I couldn't agree with you more. I I think I think they get one more in them. And the worry is how does this work out with their um with the structure? You know, I admittedly I don't know the NFL or the NHL uh as right. far as player structures as well as as I could. Still uh trying to get in on that, but The the main question is, are they still going to be able to field a competitive team? And and I think the answer is yes. Uh, A lot of people wonder the exact same thing. Al, what what are your thoughts, brother?
0: I I think as long as they have those guys, I mean, there's your future. I mean, those guys you build around. you got the team. It's, It's what you want. I'm excited about it. And let me tell you something. I don't know a lot about hockey. I don't know a lot about... The free agency market in terms of that sport, Don't but it,
1: pal. hockey free market.
0: Very nice. That's beautiful. It, no, go ahead. It's oh, like we're at a karaoke oh, oh. bar, which actually we will be in two weeks. So, um, we we'll talk more, Yeah, we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um All right. but. All I know is everybody's talking about the Heat, everybody's talking about Carmelo, where's Carmelo going, what's LeBron doing, what's love, what's going on there. Never once, what's love got to do with it? I mean, you're absolutely right. Nice job, Tina. Um, You're But when it came to these two guys, who are arguably two of the biggest stars in their sport, I never felt like we were losing them. When I heard at the end of the season that their contracts were up, I was like, for a second I got worried because we lost the goalie a couple years back, um, which turned out not to be the biggest deal in the world. Uh, I was a little concerned, but then you didn't hear anybody panic. There wasn't any talk in the papers that this wasn't going to happen. As a matter of fact, the Blackhawks, since day one, have pretty much been saying, hey, if we're going to sign these guys. Uh, the players have been saying, hey, we're going to sign with the Blackhawks, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened, and that's uh, that's nice. Sometimes it's nice to have no panic, just to have no rush, to just get your, your shit together, lay the groundwork down, your foundation is set for the team for the next seven years. I mean, uh-huh. is there a better team in Chicago right now? I don't know. Maybe maybe the Bears. We'll know after this season. But Well, I mean
1: yeah. – in the last in the last five six years, you can't say that there is a better team in Chicago, and we're talking about the team that might have been the worst team in all of professional Amer- American professional sports, right?
0: Oh no, that's the Cleveland Browns.
1: Well, I mean, at least you have them, but I mean, we're talking Jacksonville Jaguars here. Is that's what the Blackhawks were uh, for a while? Yeah. Well, well worse I-
0: than that, I mean, they got a long history. It's not like an expansion team that couldn't get their crap together. This is a team that's been in the league uh, for a long time.
1: Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Huh. But in
0: the end, they got they got what was done. You know what? They got the job done, and that's what's important.
1: Yeah, and those guys are going to be back and we'll see if we can uh bring bring a couple more of those uh, Stanley Cups around and you know what's what difference that'll make when those guys are 30 winning the Stanley Cup here uh compared to when when Kane was what, 21 going around yeah. with his with his shirt off and drinking out of the cup and spraying champagne all over his face all over. Well, uh, we'll see. It'll be it'll be interesting to see uh those kids with their uh with their sitting their kids inside of the uh the old Stanley Cup.
0: I like uh, I like the Stanley Cup. People I enjoy the, it.
1: They set their kids in the Stanley Cup, and then uh, hours later, they're drinking out of the damn thing. Has anybody anybody thought about that?
0: Well, it, it is a little. I don't know if I would necessarily take a drink out of it. Have you ever um, played the Stanley Cup? Have I want to say I have, but honestly, I don't think I have. No. I, I, I mean, it was at every bar in the city. I might have missed it by an hour. I saw the Stanley Cup at a Jimmy Buffett concert, but no, I've never touched it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I got to see it last year right after they put the Blackhawks players' names on. I got to touch it. it, uh, it it's neat. It's a cool thing. There's a lot of history behind that. I, you know, there's like a controversy that one got like dropped into the bottom of a lake. One of them got ran over by a bus. So they're on like number three, something
0: like yeah. that. Would you buy one if you could? Like if, uh, you know, if, I mean, if you decided, hey, uh, I got a lot of money, I got nothing to do, uh, and there was an opportunity to buy an old Stanley Cup, I mean, was that, would that be something you would say, give up a car for? Oh,
1: yeah, sure. I mean, we're, think, we're talking, though, I'd have to have a lot of money at that point. I mean, I'd have to have multiple vehicles. You know, only one indulgence of a vehicle, one of each kind, like a really nice car. Then I'd get a really nice uh, Segway, a uh, pretty nice motorcycle. Throw that would in that... there, and then and then yeah, and then I if if I could do that and give up just one vehicle, sure enough, sure as hell, I would. Uh, I'd buy myself a Stanley Cup.
0: Would that be a centerpiece in like the living room? I mean, where where exactly would you place? Would you have a trophy room? I guess if you have multiple cars. You probably has a, have, like, a trophy room, but, well, well you're no, not I'm, an athlete,
1: so. Well, the idea is you're going to purchase the case as well, uh, and the case will come, and you can have the white gloves and everything, because and, you're going to be taking it places. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not buying this thing to leave it at home. I mean, oh, really? The, would... If I'm buying the Stanley Cup, I want the experience that the players get with it after, after they win the Stanley Cup. I'm buying my championship, basically, Al. i got to sure. celebrate. I've got to celebrate. Pour some, sh- pour some Buffalo Trace in there, some ch- well, champagne, champagne.
0: Okay. Come on. Yeah. You know well, what? I how- like that. I, I, mean? I, I didn't think I would be traveling around with it, but now that you mentioned it, yeah, I think I would be, I'd be taking that thing to 7-Eleven getting a Slurpee machine. I'd empty it out right into it.
1: I mean, Al, when I was a kid, I didn't, I didn't purchase that crappy papered uh, World Wrestling replica belt for nothing. I mean, I carried that thing around. You showed that off, Al. You, you you bought yourself the championship. Yeah, I had the Bret Hart sunglasses too. I'm sorry.
0: Well, that's because you were. You know, I mean, you weren't cool. Uh, that that's where that comes down to. You don't. Know Bret- that. I
1: had a, I had a Charlotte Hornet starter jacket, my friend.
0: Bret Hart is one of the most overrated champions of all time. The guy could not cut it as a uh, as a champion.
1: No, he couldn't. Hey, did you watch that Monday Night Wars that I told you to watch?
0: No, I think you told me to watch it yesterday, and I, I, I just, I've, I haven't really had time.
1: What, do you have a job, you bum?
0: I do. I, I work for a living. No, that's good.
1: We appreciate you listening to the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. You're on episode 87. Uh, this is episode 87. The show before this was episode 86, and then uh, the following show after this show will be episode 88.
0: Oh Lord! Thank that's you for that.
1: that. I would like to invite Patrick Kane onto episode eighty-eight.
0: That would be nice. That would be that would be a wonderful booking. I think that would uh, that would definitely uh, make for good times.
1: I would also like to invite Dale Earnhardt Jr. onto that episode oh. as well.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. That's bad luck. Um, or, no, they're
1: both invited. They're both welcome on the show in studio, in fact.
0: So we uh, we were in a parade again this uh, last weekend over the Fourth of July. We had the big, uh, you know, last year. Of course, you and I were in the parade and uh, we did the Million Mustache March and uh, we won the fun category in the judging competition and uh, we beat out the longtime rival, the Lawnmower Man. We 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 stopped right. them.
1: We walked in there with the Million Mustache March and and we we came in and 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 we won that thing out of nowhere. In fact, we. We walked in, and we won the belt. Now, well, we got our Stanley Cup, and then this so we year we took, went
0: back. That's right. We, we went back, and the lawnmower guys, they were a lot like uh, they were like the undertaker. They hadn't been beaten in, like, uh, 47 years, and uh, after that was their retirement. They were going to retire after that parade, but we came in, and we kicked their ass. You well, know, they announced their
1: retirement after we showed up. I don't know if you recall that. And then... Okay. And then and then go, go, it was like after that that they announced their recover, retirement. I think we came in and we kind of took their ego a bit. But then, as you know...
0: Right. Our, our, uh, our, our guy Steve gets the group together, and uh, we're, now we're ready. This is year number two. They decide they're coming back because they want to recapture their parade gold. They want to get their parade on, and they want to be the champions of the parade because you and I as parade champions know how good it feels.
1: Oh yeah, you know that well,
0: and they they knew how to feel for what twenty years, forty years, something like that. The
1: lawnmower men up there in Lake Bluff,
0: and but I give them a we lot of credit. their dreams.
1: Well, they they went for a lot of years, and they did a great job, right? I mean, they did some fun things. Pe- there were people expecting to see. They
0: didn't right. get it done. They they kind of. Right. sucked. You're right. that sucks. Yeah. That's so what then people year, thought when they saw the, the, the dudes in the lawnmowers. So this year, now the race is on. Now we're ready to go. We are the defending champions of the world. We are going to march in that parade as champions. Not only is it a parade, it's our championship parade to recapture the championship so we can march in our championship parade the next year. Well, we, go, we wake up at about 5 in the morning. You know, we stay, we stay over at Steve's. We, we get up. There's a professional makeup artist. We're going to be zombies we're going to cash in on the zombie craze. We get up, we do the zombie thing, and then there's also a Michael Jackson impersonator, which you and I, we, we, had, we got some nice uh, selfies with. That was fun. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. He was good.
0: We had bubblegum uh, eyeballs, bloody eyeballs to pass out to the, the horrified kids as we marched down the road.
1: I'll tell you, a lot of the kids loved us, Al. They, they loved did. us. They we were did. handing out those eyeballs to everybody.
0: So the parade is now getting lined up. Both groups, there's two streets, it's a boulevard. One side of the boulevard, there's the front half of the parade, the other side is the other half of the parade, and we're waiting, we're waiting, we're getting our routine, we're we're getting our groove on, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden we start marching, and we start marching, but we only move up about a half a block. Lo and behold, who do we get stuck next to? Who are we standing right next to?
1: I'll tell you what they were the uh, they were dressed up as the Los Angeles Clippers. That's what they were doing. They had some clippers in their hands. And what That's are right.
0: these? And they had lawnmowers and clippers. And the, you know how I feel about uh, Donald Sterling or Daniel Sterling, whatever that right. name is. I, yeah. They should they should fire him. They should take the team away from him. They should throw him in a vat of acid, and we should never hear from him again.
1: There you go. That's your exact thoughts. And as far as these lawnmower men go. They were—they were, they were well, a little out of line. A little out of they line. Were,
0: they were a little—they were a little uh, dicey. They were a little racist, quite frankly. What are you babbling about? Quite. So quite a bit. I mean, they had a sign that said uh, "White is the new black." Yikes! I, mean, uh, I don't know what that means, but certainly uh, it's a fashion thing. Hold it there, so wh- cracker boy! I'm not finished. So then, I mean, we're standing there, we're looking at them, they're looking at us. There's one guy, he's fat with a big uh, curly mohawk who looks like the uh, the obnoxious guy from the... Uh, who's Brett Favre now? What's Brett Favre's new name? Uh, Aaron Rodgers.
1: Uh, oh, Jesus.
0: Those Aaron Rodgers commercials where he's doing the discount double check and then the fat guy with the mohawk, with the uh, curly hair is banging on the oh, window. That was him. That- That, very quite frankly, could have been him. As a matter of fact, now in hindsight, I think it might have been him.
1: Why didn't we put that together before? I'd have hated him more.
0: So he's staring at me, I'm staring at him, we're staring at each other, the zombies are staring down the clippers, you have grown-ass men dressed like zombies, you have grown-ass men with uh, marshmallows and lawnmowers, and they're dressed in clippers outfits. We stare each other down, and next thing you know... A couple guys started getting heated with each other.
1: A little bit heated. It was. And uh, we, we stood there for a while. It was a stalemate. Uh, did you notice that was the only spot that we we were stopped for more than three minutes the whole time? Yeah. Something was going on. Some, somebody was trying to brew something up. I'm going to say that right now. There's a bunch so, of conspiracies so, up there.
0: Well, and they've up. been
1: smoking something.
0: It was close. I mean, there, were, there was a moment, there was one guy who was a real hothead, and then we had a guy from Texas, and you know how people from Texas are. They like, they like the fisticuffs. Well, well they, yeah. The, they, just, they,
1: they know they can handle a situation if they're put in it.
0: Well, finally the Clippers, the, the little ladies, there, they back off, and we go march it, and we pass out gumballs, and we shake hands with the kids, and Michael Jackson moonwalks, and everybody's having a great time, and we, we have a beautiful parade, and everybody loves us. The people, they are really, they want us to win this thing. We go up to the judging. We do our performance. It is, it, it's a home run out of right. this world.
1: Yeah, and then what happens over there? Well... One of the security at, guards? Yeah.
0: Oh, all right. Well, sure. There's, you know,
1: yeah, security guard's trying to get in our way and causes a whole new thing.
0: Well, we finally whole, got
1: through. Oh, go ahead.
0: There's rough house, Yeah, who knows what's going on. All I know is I'm dancing for the kids. That's all I know I'm doing.
1: And I'll tell you what, they loved it. They loved taking those eyeballs.
0: So the parade ends, everybody feels good, and you know, we, we go, We now we get our drink on as uh, possible uh, two-time champions. And then the results come in, and what happens?
1: Uh, uh, right. Tied for third place with the lawnmower men.
0: That's right, we tied for third with the lawnmower men. I think the judges were sending us a message, but you know what, however they run their shenanigans, fine by me. But that was our Fourth of July. Then uh, we went ahead and uh, we saw the fireworks and had a good time.
1: Yeah, pugs, Al, pugs took second place, and I heard they were pretty dan- pretty darn cute. I'll tell you that much. Uh, they took second, and they didn't even get first place. First place is like a class reunion or something. So, boo, it- fucking. Basically, we both got disqualified because of the pre-parade antics.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe we really were third-place material. I don't think so. I think we're still the champions. If they want to give it to the, re- the reunion class of 43, then by all means, have your little episode of Cocoon. It's fine by me.
1: Yeah. Man, I'm just happier than heck that we... Uh that we were able to go up there and make the kids happy. And then we went on and I enjoyed
0: the fireworks.
1: Excellent fruit on that uh, buffet over there, Al. We, we, uh, we actually were in the VIP section, and uh, excellent fruit that they had going on up there at Lake Forest.
0: Those blackberries were absolutely out of this world. You know, it's nice now being a, a fat guy who wants to be skinny, being able to just say, you know what, I don't want any of that other crap. I'll just take a plate of uh, blackberries and a hot dog.
1: And it's pretty good, to be honest.
0: I, I dig some it. some pie. Yeah. And some wine. Uh, and,
1: and another good thing. They, they, they didn't mind pouring some pretty no. uh, hefty drinks. I'll tell you that much as well. Yikes. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. And then uh, what? Big Head, Big Head uh, Ron? Big Head Tom and the Monsters, Al. And uh, the 10,000 Maniacs played at the Lake Forest. Celebration.
0: Yeah, you know what? I didn't. I've heard of uh, Ten Thousand Maniacs, and I really wasn't all that impressed by them. And then uh, I really didn't know much about Big Head Tom and the uh, the the monsters, um, uh, but they were really good.
1: Oh yeah, no, they did. They could jam, man. Uh, who, who was the one guy? He's somebody's kid, right?
0: Lonnie Brooks kid.
1: Yeah, great he, blues musician. Yeah, he could play that guitar. That was pretty good stuff. So that was a lot of fun.
0: That it was. That it was.
1: Man, I'll tell you, we do this show all the time, Al, uh, and I, I enjoy doing it, and it, all the time means weekly. We're on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., listening live at, on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we, we got some big stuff coming up. Uh, well, football season's right around the corner.
0: That's right, and what, in two weeks we'll be broadcasting live from uh, Trader Tides, our big announcement, right?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, this is it. So in two weeks, Allie's going to join us. We got some other uh, surprises in store for that night. But uh, you're welcome to come out and join us and uh, be there live for our
0: first Al. Is it Al? What? What?
1: Is it going to be in two weeks? Two weeks, the twenty third.
0: Something like that. I don't know. I, I'm hoping you know that stuff because I don't know what the next week holds.
1: All right. What on well, two weeks? Live your live your life one week at a time, my friend. You got it. That's all you need. Oh, man, my legs are sore. But, yeah, we're doing it in two weeks. I'm pretty excited about it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be – and people could come. Is that right? Am I understanding this right?
1: Yeah, they can come. I think – I don't know. We'll open the doors up a little bit before 7. You can come and grab dinner. They got that brand-new uh, burger menu uh, I got to have a couple the other night, Al. It was it was delicious. I know it's. Uh, it, I, I made. I, I've been making room. All you got to do is go and exercise a little bit, and then you can go in there and get yourself a burger.
0: What are you preaching to me now? Is is uh, you giving me a life lesson there?
1: No, you got your wrist do hickey to tell you to tell you how to how to do that stuff. Right? I mean, your, your wrist your wrist guy tells you. It. All of that.
0: Yeah, it lets me know how how much I'm moving. As a matter of fact, it has been doing a great job because I have been uh I've been wanting to be lazy these last couple of days and I upped my uh my walking percentage. Um Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh I walked my upping percentage because basically it told me unless I go for a walk I'm not gonna make my goals and I raised my goals. So Yeah.
1: That'll work. Uh, You sleeping well still?
0: I'm doing okay. And that was another thing. This thing tracks everything. And what it told me was last week compared to the week before, I walked something like 2,000 steps less. or I I averaged 1,000 less steps per day, and I also averaged 20 minutes less sleep. So the more I walk, the better I sleep is what it's basically telling me.
1: Well, there you go. Uh, You you feeling like uh, walking a little more now then?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've been, uh, I love it. I got to find some shoes.
1: I think it's crazy that the week that you walked in a parade for, what was that, 2.7 miles or something like that?
0: 2.5.
1: You walked less less steps than the week before.
0: The week before on uh, Sunday, I walked four miles.
1: Oh, that's right. You did the big four-mile walk. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, man. Are you gonna? Are you looking to do another big one, or, or is that? Are the long walks too much on the joints? Because I know that happens to me with the long, with the long uh, runs and stuff.
0: The knees are starting to hurt. I think I'm having shoe problems right now. My shoes aren't really designed for walking. They're, I mean, they're hush puppies. I, I need to get something to walk in. I bought a new pair of shoes, thinking that would solve it, but they hurt my heels. <laughs> You know what? I, I, just, I have so many problems, Clark. It's just a disaster. My life is an absolute disaster. I don't know what's going on.
1: Not at this point, man. You are, you are knocking goals down. Things, I am. Yeah. I'm really happy for that. So you, there's, there's a hell of a good upside, and I, I, I dig it. One thing that worries me about that wrist hickey that tells you all of this sleep stuff and whatnot and uh, when to walk and when to do all of this, it, basically, basically a machine is telling you what to do a robot and and i feel Ooh. that the takeover is happening we yeah no i
0: like this takeover.
1: and next thing you know what's the uh, i should know this the terminator what's the name of those skynet skynet
0: sure something takeover. like that. that sounds about right
1: this is the beginning skynet
0: it it right? could be yeah no this is uh this most likely is the beginning of the end and you're right a machine is basically i mean it tells me when i should go to bed it tells me just about everything. I do worry a little bit about the tracking. It does have a GPS on it, so I'm always tracked.
1: Oh, yeah. So they know where you are. Who's controlling who? They know where who? I'm at. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They'll they lay... want to get me, they can come get me. They'll let you set up all of your
1: settings that they allow you to set up. But those machines have all the other answers.
0: Those machi- This thing could t- be telling me to walk into a sand trap, and I would probably follow.
1: You never know. You never know. Uh, they're really giving this uh, Rizzo kid a push the last uh, day or two, trying to get him voted in. It's looking more like uh, more no the former, the former uh, Minnesota, the former Minnesota ball player, is going to get voted in. Uh, for that last spot as voted on by the guests.
0: Okay. Well that's exciting news.
1: The All Star game's coming up soon. Yeah it is. Hey, I had a good time with that coach Eric that you brought in last week.
0: Good time, yeah, absolutely. He's uh he's a maniac. He's on a whole soccer tour right now. I mean, he's teaching the kids. He's really pushing that program. Uh, he he was involved in, where he wants to add, uh, I think, was, what is it, watermelon or,
1: or apples? Orange, or, yeah. He's
0: orange peels, to, that's in, it. In yeah. World Cup.
1: Yeah. And that was great. Wonderful World Cup insight we got there.
0: It was. It was uh, good stuff. It's uh, fun to know something about something, you know? You have consumed enough alcohol for one evening. Hey, Clark, can you, uh, seriously, man, is there any way you could turn these drops down a little? That was way too loud. Get out
1: of here. Get out of here. That was you.
0: That was not me. It's been a
1: because you've had the drop, so.
0: It has. Hey, did you see that? Speaking of dropping, did you see uh, Ronda Rousey in a big UFC fight take down that other broad in like uh, half a round?
1: Well, yeah, something like, what, 20 seconds? Somewhere in yeah. there I saw. One of one of the fights couldn't go on that night. But yeah, that Rousey, she uh she's good. I don't she's know. Really they good. they might have a problem where the one who's really good is just too much too much better than the rest. I mean, how can you build up the uh the women's division of UFC?
0: well i I mean i want to see her I want to see who they throw at her next. I'm curious if she's the best, people want to see the best and probably we'll never right? guts well i that might be a little much that I don't know. Hey, is Lauren listening right now?
1: what's that Yeah, Lauren's listening
0: oh okay, because uh, I was just saying well, you know, I was going to talk a little bit about some of the other attributes of Ronda Rousey, but what
1: what, what what why are we censoring ourselves Al?
0: Well, I just, I know I'm not going to get an honest opinion from you.
1: What do you mean?
0: Like, how hot do you think uh, the Roundsy is?
1: She's a pretty pretty cute girl.
0: Yeah, see, I mean, it's a very... She uh, doesn't have the best face, though. I mean, the face is a little rough. And when she's in the corn rolls, I'm out. I'll tell you
1: what, she would tell you that, that you like her. And you will listen.
0: Oh wait a minute! I think that's Alexis Davis with the corn rolls. I'm getting everything. Oh, you're looking at
1: the wrong person. Come on. Yeah,
0: that yeah, was Yeah, she's fun. pretty hot. Hmm. Well, well, Clark, it's it's uh, a blast, and it's, uh, yeah,
1: it's been a fun show. I got to be honest. I've had a I've had a great time talking with you tonight. Uh, you know, we have the Comedy Accident show coming up on August 9th. That is uh, a month from today, my friend. Comedy Accident is back at the Underground Lounge. We'll do it at 7 p.m., 5 bucks. Come out and check out a great show.
0: And it is going to be awesome. It's going to be one of our best, and I hope to see everybody there. And we also have that other thing going on, which, you know, it's good, fun. We'll see everyone in like two hey. weeks. Wednesday, yeah, July twenty third at seven p.m. for the first time ever, the Larcher and Lawrence show goes on the road. Oh, I sure
1: wish I was going with you. Yeah? You got a helmet? Oh, oh, I've got a helmet.
0: <laughs> Join us as we broadcast live along with Ellie Butler of You and Me this morning on WCIU. The U. Here on 26U. You. have uh-huh. you got it you got it, uh-huh. you got it. Join us for live sports talk as we step out of the studios and head to Trader Todd's Dockside Burger Bar at 3216 North Sheffield Avenue for an event you're not going to want to miss. Grace Burgers, great sports, sports, the larger Lawrence and Show at Trader Todd's Dockside Burger Bar.
1: Burger Bar. Hey, thanks Whoa. for listening to the show tonight.
0: Got weird there. A little Always bit. Always gets a little weird around here.
1: Yes, sir. Well, we're gonna do it. What do you think?
0: I think I think it's a good thing. Hey, next week we're gonna know exactly what's going on in the NBA because LeBron James. We're either gonna be talking about Cleveland or we're gonna be talking about him in Miami.
1: Yeah, they can sign tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening to episode eighty-seven.
1: Tune in next week for 88.
0: Oh, yeah. It's going to be good times.
1: No doubt about it. He is at Larger Than Life on Twitter. Look us up on Facebook, the Larcher and Lawrence in Sports Show. Follow us on Twitter, at Larcher and I am where is Clark. Where is Clark? Thanks for doing the show tonight, brother.
0: Yeah, same to you, Clark. You know, I suck at Twitter, and, like, people keep adding me. And yeah. I feel like I need to deliver something, but I have no idea what the hell to deliver. So How I, I, I just it's
1: Just bring something, anything. And as long as it's 140 characters or less, bring whatever you'd like.
0: But like what? What are you bringing? I mean, I don't, I, I there's not many people on Everybody's Twitter. Everybody's got a fighting
1: for the million dollar man. You know, the, the best answer I give you, it's, it's a fluid process.
0: Go Bears! I think I get the point. You listen
1: to me. There's gonna be somebody get that gall dying ass whooped over this thing. Doors closing. Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to the morning show with Big Al, your pal, on your country alternative 98.5 WACF. Check out the chat room there, Al. You'll see. So Brent's giving you advice in there.
0: On Twitter.
1: Oh, wow. Have a good one, brother. Let's call this a night.
0: Alright, sounds good. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Adios. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. I can't talk into the the, the thing here. Uh uh-huh. huh? Hey, I'm hitting the episode. Uh, let me let me hit the any episode button. All right, I can't talk okay. into this thing. What thing? The uh, chat room. Was it here? Well, are no. you type. Oh, you ah. got to type from the
1: other one. I don't know.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. Get
1: out.